Hello, and welcome to Defining Culture. I'm Hunter Smith, and this is the show where I interview some of the funniest and most interesting people I know about that one piece of pop culture that really makes them tick. This week, we've got a cracker of a show for you. I'm joined by the hilarious Nath Falvo. Nath is a stand-up comedian at the top of his game. You know who he is. You might have seen him on the telly. You might have seen him live. He's piss funny, and he is a human ball of pure energy. Uh, he popped into my little podcasting room here to have a chat about a very small lady who holds a big place in our heart. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I had a great time recording it. Hey, if you've got a minute, I'd love it if you could jump online and share the podcast with someone you know, or perhaps leave us a review online, five stars, please. That goes a long way to spreading the word and letting people know about the podcast, which I would really appreciate. Uh, here it is. I hope you enjoy. Nate Velvo, thanks for being here. Thank you for having How me. How are you? Do, they, do your listeners know that you pay us $5,000 to do this? I wouldn't mind them thinking that, actually, because <laughs> that makes Whoa, me feel a lot richer five than I really grand? am. Can I you just a hole talk- in my pants. I didn't know I was going to be filmed. Don't worry about it. It looks cool. It looks like you buy, quite, you buy them like quite, that these days. It's quite straight of me to have a hole in my pants. It is. Where did you get them? Do you know? Um, rooting a chick. <laughs> That, you wore right through it. <laughs> isn't how all men get holes yeah, in their yeah. pants? Yeah, or on their knees somewhere, I suppose. Rooting a bird. Um, I don't know. I think it was a dog related. Oh, I actually, mean, where did the pants come from? Oh, sorry. Um, online, oh, yeah, which cool. I know means ASOS, landfill. Well, no, you're still wearing them even though I they're completely them. destroyed. Hey, I heard <laughs> on the grapevine that it's just been your wedding anniversary one year. Oh, yes. How's you, how are you feeling? Any regrets? Mm, I regret how much we spent on the on the day. Do you? Oh, my God. That's a very timely topic for me. I, I, well, I'm also half Italian, so nothing excites Italian people more than talking about the budget of your wedding and the food and what you made back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, all mm-hmm. of that. So, um, <laughs> a year in, we're still talking about it. And when people tell me that they're getting married, I say congratulations because it is excellent. And exciting. And then I just want to talk about money. Um, I knew it was your wedding anniversary because when my sister said, who's coming on your podcast, I said, Nate Felva. She said, oh, his wedding looked fun. You look like the only gay that wasn't invited. <laughs> no, there were so many gays not invited. I didn't invite family. Really? Oh, man, this is... Just gay family? This is the regret. Find a venue that's just massive and who cares if it's massive and just invite everyone you have ever met mm. because you cause drama i only invited some aunties and uncles i only invited some cousins mm-hmm. some cousins that got invited their partners didn't even if they were like married yeah yeah i have yeah. to say i'm so sorry but, but yeah. sometimes you don't even know your cousin's partners i know i do okay <laughs> which makes okay, it right. it's good timing for us because we're um choosing a wedding venue at the mm-hmm. moment and um I reckon, and mm-hmm. maybe I'm just cheap here, the, the most common thing people say to me is that they spent too much money. Our yeah. wedding cost $40,000. Is that a lot? Yeah. I mean, I know it's objectively Hunter. a lot, but is it a lot on that the scale? That is so much money. Yeah. <laughs> when there's no bride, How, yes. yes. When there's no like point. bridal yeah, yeah, party, yeah. there's no wedding dresses. Yeah, no dress. Yes, mate. Yeah. How much did you think it was going to cost? Like fifty. <laughs> Okay, so it's a blowout. So we did have to ask our parents for help. So our parents helped a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And... um. I wanted to. I wanted wedding guests to just have all the things, and I have also, Hunter. I don't know if you know this. I've made some money in a career. Yeah, no, you're teasing on the people. So no, no oh. I, that was that wasn't the end of my sentence. <laughs> I was going to say they'd be coming for you for it that. It wasn't. Case. I've I've made some money 
the end of the sentence was, uh, I've made some money teasing weddings and teasing uh, what happens to us when we go to weddings and yeah, annoying yeah. social events. Like, I've kind of made you shout on the my whole shtick about it. How funny that I thought you were like, I don't know if you know this one, but I've actually made a bit of money. And I was like, all right, go off. Yeah, sure. No. Yeah, you're on the telly. I said, no, I clearly haven't made that much money. I'm on this podcast. Yeah. But uh, no, I was, uh, that's what I meant. I just, I spent too much. The, the, the competitiveness kicked, mm. it, kicked in of, mm. of I can't be guilty of the things I've teased people right. about. All right, let's get into it. What have you brought for me today? As in, oh, this bit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the one thing the you one said. Job. My defining culture with Hunter Smith is the one and only correct gay answer, Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. The teeny, tiny icon. She's been at the pinnacle of pop music and pop culture since the 80s when she pulled on those overalls and walked into Ramsey Street. A queen of both Australia and the UK, she's kept gay people completely enthralled and straight people also interested for decades, releasing 16 albums and selling more than 80 million copies. It's in your eyes. won every award there is and the last 12 months have seen us experience a Minogue Aesons of sorts with her monster hit Padam Padam off her delicious new record Tension. How good is that? How good. And before we continue, I want to apologise to you for cancelling this yesterday. Oh, that's okay. Because I was too hungover. Too hungover. It's a common theme for me. Is it? Mm. What, did guests, you, what did you got guests, up to? It was a 40th, a friend's 40th, and the annoying thing about 40ths is that you're 42, roughly. Mm. I was I was 40 mm. in December. Um, I am now genuinely shocked how hungover I get from really not that much. How many drinks did you put away? I'm not... Exaggerating. I think I had four. Oh shit! Four cocktails. Yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. cocktails. Margaritas. Yeah. It was a hot day yesterday. I reckon I had four margaritas, well, and I could not get up yesterday. I had to cancel this. Oh, that's a, such a gross feeling. I reckon the margs have an extra kick because of all the sugar or whatever it is. Oh right, it's a, like a toxic hangover. Right. So, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I had was... a night on the margs in LA, and then. Um, I had just arrived in LA and then the next day I had to go to Universal Studios and go on rides. And I fucking. No, that's not going to happen. Jesus, mate. Yeah. I was there with Peter Hellier and when we were in, it was like four degrees and we we're stuck in the line for the rides and people were going, Australians were going, Strawny! Oh, shit. Strawny! Like, Pete yeah. came to the wedding, no offense. Could, yeah, I, uh, I know. Yeah. His wife, not invited. See? Oh, no partners, bridge. No, and other bridges. No <laughs> partners, man. I caused issues. Okay, so take me back, Kylie Miller. What I want to know is when did, when did you first fall in love with Kylie? Oh, this is so gay. I love it. But I do remember. Mm. Um, so the the song that made that kicked it all off with me was Confide in Me. All right. So, yeah, I'm I'm a bit, bit late mm. in the, in the scheme of things. I mean, that, that yeah, was you would have been a baby at the very start. yeah. This was like ninety six, ninety seven, mm. whatever in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the song. Mm-hmm. So I did weirdly start with that, and specifically the film clip as well. 
the film clip of her. No, that's put yourself in my place. Sorry. The Confide in Me film clip is her in like a bright yellow feather jacket. Uh, yes, 1 800 um, Kylie. 1 800 Call Me, Confide yes. in Me. The big hand came on the screen and said, Touch the screen. And when you were watching video hits, on a Saturday morning with your siblings, you would run up to the TV and put your hand on the big hand on that. All of you or just you? Just just the gay <laughs> one. Just the gay one running up to the screen. Uh, okay, that's, that's quite an interesting You remember award? that defining film clip? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, YouTube it now if you're listening because it's mm. still my favourite film clip as well. Is it? Yeah, she just looks fantastic in that film. Anyway, so that's what kicked it off for I me. think that's a quite an interesting launching pad for her because if you look back on the Kylie retrospective, that's era, mm. which we say now, that's considered a bit of an outlier, right? Um, the Impossible Princess era mm. and that album, but Confided was way before then. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Confided was like two albums before then. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from the Confided in Me album, or the album was, I think, called just called Kylie Minogue. Right. And the black and white cover, and she's got glasses on, and, you know, that is the little warm-up before... It was a taster. You're thinking of Did It Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those ones are impossible pieces. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah that, that's that that. So, was Confided in Me, would you, would you remember that being a hit? Yeah, it was a hit. And did, it was a huge song. And when you fell in love with her, was everybody in love with her or was it like a... It was a new Kylie. Right, It was right, a right. new breed of Kylie. Yeah, it was second time What's around. going on here? Mm. Um, even she has spoken about how, you know, she was dating old mate from NXS. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think in her Kylie way of saying, I think she was getting on it and getting on the druggies yeah, and yeah. having nights out and hello. God, the photos of her and Michael Hutchins are so... 90s Great They're amazing They're so good She looks look so like hot And he looks so hot It's yeah, he's hot he's so hot too If yeah. they were sitting across the bar And having a look You'd be like I would Yeah yeah So when you <laughs> were really When you get into What I mean was, was Was she like the hot thing At the time Was everyone at school into her oh, no. Or were well, we already honing Into the gay school, So I don't think I was rocking up To <laughs> Parade College Bundura Going how good's Confide in me fellas <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's it's kind of an unavoidable topic. So let's talk about the, oh, the gayness of the Kylie. gayness of Kylie. I I I can't really articulate it. Can you articulate what it is about her that has us by the throat? Mm. Nice choice of words. Thank you. Um, here is it's good because this is this is if you ever see by the way listeners if you ever see a bunch of gay men drunk somewhere this is what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> gay. We're just talking about pop stars and why we love them. I feel this. Mm. There's very few male pop stars that the gays love mm-hmm. and get behind. Mm-hmm. Isn't that true? Absolutely. There's hardly any that we're like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's people we love, people's music we love. I'll probably say Sam Smith in the last few years is mm-hmm. the one that most people are on board with mm-hmm. would probably go see their shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something about female pop stars. And I feel, my little shower thoughts when I'm having to think, mm. is that there's a... Um, Two two things happening. One, we're jealous because mm. we all want to be pop stars. We want to be Kylie Minogue. We just want to be pop stars. Mm. We just want to dress up, dance, glitter, colour, mm. and have hundreds of thousands of people mm. screaming. Maybe we're too old because you can do it now. Choice of Arn is a pop star. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's you. the new one. He's yeah. You, he's but <laughs> a bit later. <laughs> I am 23. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is he 23? I don't know how old he is. He's actually kind of older than you think. I looked it up oh, the other day. Okay. He's not oh, yeah. 30, but he might be 29. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So there's still hope. So yeah, maybe he's like the. Probably the closest thing to a male pop star that the gays mm. are into the, in, in a very long time. Mm. That we all genuinely are happy mm. to see go well. But <laughs> why to get the male gays? Why Kylie not? Oh, so I don't. So I think it's one we want to be a pop star, and two, there's a big underdog element to Kylie. Yeah, yeah. This weird, 
never seem to have gotten this tick of respect, especially in Australia. Never seem to have got the stamp mm-hmm. of like, you're great, you're rock solid. Mm-hmm. All the other guys get it. All the other bands get it. Talk to an uncle about In Excess or talk to mm. someone about Midnight Oil or any mm. of those kind of era musicians. It's just this like legendary status. Mm. But on paper, Kylie shits on all of them. She's sold like mm. what, 60, 70 million albums 80, or something. I think. Right? Like mm. nuts. Mm. But she doesn't seem to have this like proper cred, cred yeah. and I feel that there's something about that we connect with. Do you, for you, is there any element of loving her that um, because she's Australian and from Melbourne? We're from Melbourne. Oh, probably. Maybe it's like I really latched onto that. I think okay. <laughs> like, like we like should know her. Someone yeah, knows her. Or so kind everyone of like knows she was just knows. from Melbourne and she's super yeah, successful. Yeah. That vibe, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, it could be that. Um, and she was from obviously she was from neighbours, which is a relatively boring thing to talk about. But um, I think that's where I met you, neighbours. Oh yes, so we met. Yeah, we met as extras on neighbours. Yeah, so that's, hello. That could have we've we've um <laughs> tread the halls that Kylie has <laughs> tread. So I that's true. We like we do get very excited as Australians when an Aussie breaks through yeah, anywhere. I, yeah, I latched onto that a bit, and I feel it could be a bit of that for sure. I feel that uh, older gays have a stronger connection with pop stars like Kylie and Madonna. Because, um, I mean this in a very general, broad sense, mm. we weren't allowed to be gay yet. Mm. And so there's a deeper connection with them because um, d- loving them was a big, big secret, big risk. Mm. It was so much more involved in loving them when we were in high school that, that had a lot more going on than anyone was saying out loud. Yeah, yeah. I think because of that, we have a much more uh, deeper connection to them. Yeah, I suppose there's not actually anything gay to watch or listen to either, no. right? Like they may be substituted in for pseudo-gay things. Yeah, Because yeah. you weren't watching yeah. Love, Simon or Yeah, yeah, well, like, we, yeah nothing. Like going to a Kylie concert and she had, you know, two male dancers come out in hot pink G-strings and feathers on their back dancing with yeah, it. It was yeah. like, hold, that was mind-blowing. That was your heart stopper. <laughs> that was like, holy shit. And now, you know, like, yeah, it's just like when you're 16, 15, 18 in the closet, that's like, that's massive. That's it. You yeah. know, that's that's all you got, that in SBS late night movies. Have you watched that, um, that sh- gay show out at the moment called- um- You sound like my mum. <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> have you seen that gay show? Oh, you know, the one- the one with the gay man on it. It's called Fellow Travellers. Oh, I have watched half of one ep. It's <sighs> it's just porn. It's full It's on. just porn. I couldn't even watch it. Though. Are they both Moes in real life? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The younger one is well, from that makes it Bridgerton. But I th- was thinking of him because I saw him in the front row of the Kylie concert in Vegas. <gasps> oh, yeah. Just like completely <gasps> enraptured by her. Let's get cancelled on this podcast. I want more straight men playing gay people in shows because it just makes it hotter. Makes it hotter? I feel like if they're straight, then I'm, I, I'm picturing two behind the scenes it and how fucking awkward they must be. That they don't want to do it. This is hot as. If I see a hot guy on the streets, like he's a nine and a half out of ten, and you go, oh, he's gay, he just automatically drops to drops an eight. Down. Oh, to that's a, a curse, Nate. I'm not like that. That's a curse. I, I need to go back to therapy. It's yeah. been a couple of years. But, you know, give me someone I can't have. Hey, um, you've interviewed Kylie. <gasps> yes. I want to know. Uh oh. What was your approach? Did you greatest moment of my life? Did you go? I'm and a it will full happen crazy again, won't it, Hannah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're hatching a plan to try. We're hatching and a plan. Let's tell your listeners as a little scoop. Okay, sure. We're hatching a plan to try and pitch a Kylie chat about Vegas because you're already going. You got I'm a, going for your fortieth. For it? my fortieth. Congratulations. Thank you. You've already been, and I reckon we can make it happen. Was this a surprise? Did you know it was yes. coming? Ah, oh, cool. Yeah. Ooh. 
Nightmare timing. God, God love my husband, but nightmare timing. Literally oh, in the middle of my tour. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm like, How are you going to do we're, that? we're squeezing it. Like it, we're there for like four days. Oh, right. And right. we've squeezed it in between like a show and another show. And it's right when the uh, tour kicks off when the comics are all like it's, psycho and yeah, insecure miserable, and yeah. tired about the new show being good. I can't wait. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a hoot. It's going to be the best time ever. <laughs> but yeah, that's in happening in March. So yeah, when oh, you sorry. interviewed yep. Carly, uh, mm-hmm. w- w- did you go in letting her know the world's biggest superfan, or did you play it cool? Uh, we couldn't play it cool because this was a uh, this was two thousand and ten. So was that like thir- thirteen years, fourteen years ago? Mm-hmm. So this was when I was doing a breakfast show two days a week on Joy FM on mm-hmm. Melbourne, and uh, we wanted to get Kylie in. Of course, this was the d- a time before social media. Before things were big, mm-hmm. before going niche was good. Mm-hmm. So pop stars and celebrities never said yes to interviews other than the big guns. Mm-hmm. No one went on small podcasts. Mm-hmm. They weren't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard to get people. So we tried to get her on the community gay radio station. Not her. Obviously her people were like, no, mate, mm-hmm. she's doing Hamish and Andy. So me being the little upstart that I am was like, nah. I'm making, <laughs> I'm making this happen. Refuse to like take no as an answer. Good on you. So I created a Kylie Call Joy campaign with not just me, other people involved, and we got like, we made like a call out for her on the sh- on the radio show. Made other shows on Joy talk about it. Sent like a press release to the newspapers saying gay radio station wants Kylie to call. Completely pulling at the strings yeah, here. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, like really played it like yeah. little. Bad person from a Disney film. Uh, <laughs> so he did all of that, made like a big YouTube campaign for it with all the volunteers from the station making like signs for her to call. Mm. Um, and it got like back then, it got like heat. It, like the, the newspaper covered it. Those like page 10 gossip pages. Yeah, yeah. They covered it and it just actually started to get media coverage. That so this, she had literally had no choice. <laughs> that this gay community station wanted to get Kylie on. Yeah. Um, and it's a cute story. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't her saying no. It's yeah, if. Yeah. It's always yeah. the people. I shouldn't say that because we want to talk to those same people. To, <laughs> those great people. To let us in. Who we love. Let us backstage at Vegas. Uh, and so um, I just thought she was calling because it was called Kylie Called Joy. So the whole thing was about her calling. And then one day the boss from Joy was like on an email, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you in a minute. Basically, it's come through. It's going to happen. You're going to, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Cool. I'm going to talk to Kylie on the phone, and yeah. this is going to be nuts. Probably going to have like six, seven minutes with her, as you, as you would know, with your mm-hmm. job. That's what you normally yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. And I was very excited. It was like the best day of my life. And then the next day, it was the phone call from the Joy program person saying, "Oh no, no, it's you're 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 in the media call, so you'll go to the hotel room." <sighs> The same day that like Nova goes and Hamish and Andy go and whoever else, Richard Wilkins or whatever it is, you're going to be on the on the cattle call day. So you'll get into the hotel room with her. But they gave us a half an hour. Oh my god! They gave us too much time. They gave us half an hour. (laughs) I couldn't cope. I was like, this is so much. So me and Andy, the Andy who was um, from another breakfast show on Joy, they said let's split it across the two Mm -hmm. shows, which is. Good, sorry, James Finlay, who was co-hosting with me at the time. He got shafted. He got shafted. (laughs) R.I.P. James. Um, uh, And we got, and she knew enough, and you could tell that she knew who we were because Mm. when she walked in for the interview, she was like so keen and loosey goosey. Oh, how good! So up for it. She's like, "Here are two raging homos. This is not going to be 
Tell us about Neighbours. Yeah, We yeah, were talking yeah, about yeah. B-sides and weird single releases and like the, who the set designer is, you know, William, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. designs a... We'll, do, we'll go on yeah. deep cut gay chat. And she loved it. But um, yeah, I... And prep- so she was nice to you. Oh my God, she was incredible. It was unbelievable. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to say the big part. Oh, whoops. The whole hook was, I said if she called the radio station, I would get a tattoo to mark the occasion. So that was the big thing that we used as the bait. And um, once it turned into her in person, after the big chat, and it was all great, I gave her a bunch of flowers. It was all very exciting. I don't mm. remember a fucking second of it. <laughs> I don't remember it. Yeah. I mean, there's a recording and there's photos. Yeah, yeah. I have no, I have no memory of the interview. Yeah. It's like your brain was working too fast yeah, to I think it was create just, the memories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got the text out and said, oh, I want you to sign my arm. I'm going to get it tattooed over. And she was like, f- loved it, but freaked. Because this is, I think it's a bit more common now. But back then, it was like, what the? Yeah, you're a trailblazer. So then she got really nervous. Thank you. I was waiting for that. She got really <laughs> nervous. I remember her getting a piece of paper out with the texter and rehearsing her signature because she got so nervous about oh, it a good one because it was going to be a tattoo and yeah. then i saw her do her kylie signature and i was like oh, that's too big yeah <laughs> i was like oh can we maybe design something else so she made it just the k oh yeah that yeah, k yeah, that was just k. that the iconic k which was her yeah. k for ages yeah um also a great letter for our community um and so <laughs> k yeah the k. drug oh. <laughs> what's wrong with you i was like queer with a k <laughs> and here it is and there it is there Stunning! You've, it's on your it's on your forearm. On my forearm. It's quite a prominent place for it. Yeah, big K, and she did that, and then off to the tattoo parlor in St Kilda. There and great. Okay, so we're fifteen years later, any regrets on that? Or I don't reckon. It's a good conversation because that's actually it's all right because it actually, and I'm very proud of it, and I'd happily tell anyone what it is. It also technically doesn't look like. Yes, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, it could just yeah, look like a little doodle or a little K, a little star. Yeah. So, but even if it was obviously hers, it'd be very. Very fine. proud of it. It's oh, fine. that's good. That's cute. Um, I want to talk quickly about Kylie's longevity. <gasps> okay. Why do you think she's managed to Here um, we go. keep it going? Here's my hot take. Kylie doesn't have a scent of desperation about her and never has. This is a woman who knows her lane, has stuck in her lane, does her lane very well, doesn't swap around too much doesn't seem to care about other singles on the radio, doesn't seem to care too much about sounding like someone else that's new or attaching to some person that's on a lot of tracks at the moment to, to get back on the radio. There's just never a scent of desperation about her. I'm not just throwing shade at anyone else. Yeah, but Maybe I mean, a little bit of shade. Trends. It's not chasing uh, trends. She doesn't chase trends. She doesn't, she doesn't seem too worried about doing anything other than what she can do well. And I think there's something to be said in that. And I'm going to turn this back to me because mm. that's what I do, Hunter. Mm. <laughs> Talk about myself. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <gasps> I think that's what you but, do. No, but I mean, as in like everyone, I feel like if, if with my stand-up, whenever I try to do something that's kind of not me but I'm chasing something online yes. or I think it's going to go viral because of this so I'm going to yes. do this or I want to impress comics and so I try and do this thing about climate change and yes. da 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 I just – it's like what – People can smell it from a mile away when you're yeah. not just being the thing you want to do. Yes, and that's about anyone, really. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great point. That's a great life lesson. I think. Yeah, and so when she doesn't do it, she doesn't mm. try to do anything other than just what she does. Mm. And I think because of it, people are very into her. Uh, along rewarded. that same track, she also um, even sort of outside of music, and I say this with uh, tons of love, but mm. she's quite boring. She's not boring. She just 
genuinely doesn't seem to care about um, letting people know anything more than they need to know. Yeah. Like in an interview, she won't give too much out. She'll No, the interviews are... Well, not my interview. No, apart from your interview. All the others, though. Very, yeah. like... Yeah, and that's, like, fine. She just makes it about the work. Yeah, and I and think that's... that's a, and it's harder to put a f- foot wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I was actually going to ask. I was actually going to ask you whether you think yeah. you could relate that to your comedy, but maybe you're already doing that. You yes. know, like it's not like like you're not out there doing Israel Palestine gear. Like that's when it goes wrong. Maybe. Not yet. I'm not. <laughs> that's what the new show. Strap about. in for this year's show, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why. Yeah, if you wanted to swing it back there, I think. But I think that's anyone. And um, every now and then she just hits the mark, and it's great. Other times not, but she doesn't seem to panic. She doesn't seem to react. She will just mm. do another album six mm. months later. <laughs> yeah, and at a certain point, and the longevity allows you the ebb and flow, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Like we, as any fan of anyone, love some albums a lot more than others. Well, speaking of which, mm-hmm. do you have a favourite? I'll just hit you with a couple of favourite questions. Oh, okay. okay so, yep. favourite album. Favourite favorite album. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, favourite album is Fever. Classic mm-hmm. that had the, the biggest hit on it. Can't get you out of my head. Out of my but head, but also just everything about it, mm. the visuals, the sound. Can't get out of my head. Yeah, um, love at first. Love sight. at first sight. That's a song. Coming to my yeah. world, um, fever, which should have been a single. If you're listening right now, go and listen to her single, fe- not single mm. song, fever mm. from that album. Should have been a single. Was it not a single? I I never a that. single. Yeah. Should have been a single. Feel the fever. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that album is unbelievable. And if you play it today, it still sounds a bit. Cool and a bit Definitely. forward thinking yeah. now. Yeah. So Fever's the best. And all those dances. Remember the era all the dancers always had the little buckets on their heads? Mate, letter boxes on her head. One <laughs> of them was wrapped in red foil or yeah. something. And then, yeah, no questions asked. <laughs> go Here for we it. go. That film clip was just iconic. You know, there was impressions over that white dress. She just, everything mm. about that era absolutely nailed it. Bullseye, that album was. I think quite a lot about and how um, we were all as a society obsessed with that she had a big bum do you remember that and, but she was even not, big was it good she doesn't have well maybe it was just I think good it was just, yeah i agree about how her, her butt got insured and stuff yeah but yeah. surely it didn't there's quite been a few people through history whose butts have become a big thing and mm. now because the fashion has changed it's laughable like the other one i can remember is pippa middleton the oh. kate middleton's sister yeah. and bridesmaid it was all about her bum she was in like a straight satin oh. dress there's not an ounce of ass on the woman <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to asterisk this with oh yeah so hang on all like well Kylie and J Lo went through the that's really in terms of like super famous butt talk mm. they're, they're the big two they're the big two yeah, yeah but yeah. you're right the, well of Kylie the and then Kylie it became because of the hot pants of the spinning around film clip yes yeah, so I suppose you're right with it it was just good butt was it was it? good butt I don't yeah. think it was big butt yeah it was it was Camberwell good yeah Camberwell good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scale. But yeah, Fever, is that right? Um, is that correct? What is a song, and you've said Fever, give me another mm-hmm. one. What's a song that um, your average fan might not be that across that you think never got its flowers? Uh, some kind of bliss. My top three Kylie song of all time. It is an incredible pop song, and it just was like a. It was a. It was a release. It was released. There was a single. It was all just meh. That in terms is of such response, a great call. That song is incredible. Yeah, I still um, listen to it now. And you know what? I reckon that a lot of people don't even know it's Kylie because I think it reads like Cheryl Crow. It's someone out that yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um some kind of blues, and um, 
uh, Two Hearts didn't get the credit it deserves. That is an incredible. Did it not? No, I thought that was a bit of a hit, wasn't it? it? Was it? I don't think so. I think it was. I more lived just in London then, so maybe oh, yeah. here. Uh, yeah, some kind of blitz is, I think, the the one you should go and listen to. So, what about Gun to Your Head? You have to put one of the albums in the bin, never to be heard of again. Uh huh. Kiss what? me once. Kiss me once. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, when was that? Maybe two albums ago. Before <laughs> that was two or three albums ago, and that one? was the time. That was a low point. That was what we spoke about before. That was the time I feel that she did hook up with some producers and people that were just making songs Mm -hmm. that had some hits. She had a new record label. Mm -hmm. She had new management. And I feel like they kind of tried something that didn't land. Um, yeah, but then she changed. I think then she after that album like changed management straight away. Yeah, she's moved around a lot and like shifted back to yeah. So I feel like she even knew. Um, it's fine. There's a couple Mm. of great songs on that, but not Mm. compared to. I don't want to sit here negging my Kylie. No, that's Nothing fine. You can that, do that's, wrong. Fine. that's enough. But that's that good. album I don't listen to anywhere near as much as other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's moved back to Melbourne, mm. so they say. She here? I've been thinking. <laughs> she's, oh my god, she's, she's here. Uh, she's behind this mattress. Oh here. my god. Yeah. I've been thinking that it's. I don't think it's that out of the world that you could befriend her. Because she's got to be looking for friends. Well, look, let's let's talk inside baseball just for a second. You and I both work in an industry that is mm-hmm. of the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. Once you work in this job for a while and you just realize how much everyone knows everyone mm. and everyone's thingy is connected to thingy and people yeah. had a thingy and that was at that thing and someone was at dinner and she was there yes, and exactly. this was that person's there and this person's manager is also her manager yeah. and da da da. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, yeah, and you I, think it it <laughs> and you think, well, I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. I do think about it a lot, and uh, I, I uh, you know, but I mean, you also, must know Danny. You must know Danny. I have, I have, I have met Danny once um, at a Jetstar terminal, which was incredible. Um, Not quite as glamorous as I was picturing. No, no, no. But she, um, I kind of, I'm going to say something controversial. I love that she's still just this person for me. Mm. And I think, of course, I want to interview her again, meet her again. Oh, my God, I'd give anything. But I also love her being... An enigma. An enigma to me still. Yeah, Unapproachable. Can't see her except for through the channels she wants. Yeah, yeah. Film clips and all the rest. Something about that fantasy I do love mm. because our job, it can be a bit sad sometimes when you're big nerds like us that mm. love what we love. Mm. And I know you're, you and I are very similar. Mm. Love TV. Mm. Love pop stars. Mm. Love the industry. I love doing shows. But when you work in it for a while, you find out the way the sausage is made. Yeah, it's jading. It, it's quite soul-breaking and yeah. you meet people and shows you love that you might even end up being on are awful. Mm. Mm. Not anything we've ever been involved in. No, but, you know, yeah. I don't mean that in a big sooky way, but it's pretty... It can be... It's nicer from a distance. It's nicer from a distance. It can be a little bit soul-destroying, um, our industry. So I kind of love that I still have some fantasy and some joy about certain people. And Kylie's one of them. Yeah, she's your ultimate fantasy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I think that's good. I think that's good advice to yourself. Yeah. Um. So we've just... Sorry, that's what I'm going to say in the uh, court case when I'm done for stalking yeah. her on camera. Did that sound real? Yeah. Did that sound legit? <laughs> she's been dabbling in a bit of acting, actually. Mm-hmm. I saw... I've been watching Strife, Strife yet, <laughs> which is the um, show on Binge based on the life of Mia Friedman, mm. the story that was begging to be told. Mm. What? Did, how do you think she went there? She played a, a she played a pop star, a version of she was a, good. A Kylie she version. can act. Yeah, she can. She, Kylie can actually act. Uh, go and watch the delinquents. 
the the movie she made when just after Neighbours era. Mm-hmm. Um, she's excellent. Is that good? The acting chops in that are excellent. She also is in the earthquake movie with the Rock. Oh yeah, San Antonio. Oh, yeah, I she that. gets torn in half. That's so. right. And let's talk about that because she's in a that movie where the building falls over. And I don't know if it was done on purpose or not, but when just before she dies, she screams out the name of one of her singles and she screams, get out of my way. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, was that done on purpose? It was her contractual agreement. Oh, by maybe. the way, I know you asked me before about hidden gems. The fact that get out of my way was not a hit. Yep. Because the film clip alone, unbelievable. So good. And also, she worked really hard to make that a hit because I often on YouTube will watch her oh, singing dude, it. On America's on American. Got <laughs> she worked She worked <laughs> hard. I know. That song is excellent. And you can yeah. tell she loves it because it's always in set lists. Yeah. She still yeah. does it now. And even though it was like, sorry, I'm a bit rain man when it comes to charting. It was like six, It was like number 60 on the charts or something. Oh, really? That song is up there with uh, most underrated. So, we've just Sorry. really... We're just coming off a, a sort of a renaissance mm. for Kylie. Her album Tension mm-hmm. and the single Padum Padum obviously went gangbusters. Mm-hmm. She's obviously a demon for reinvention, but did mm. you think she had that in her? Um, did I think... Oh, I think, yeah. I mean, if it was going to happen is another question, but do I yeah. think she had it in her? Absolutely. Like, I just never doubted that she wouldn't... And I know the next album's going to be great. Mm. Kylie does this thing that... She's always nailed, which is the single. So, the single that comes out two or three or four or five months before each album is always bang on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Album's not always as amazing as others, yeah. but that single that she releases, that comeback single or the new Kylie single mm-hmm. is always good. She, when has she, right she ever had a misstep with the new Kylie song? Yeah, It's new- always very good. Yeah, because I think you're right there because the, o- the only negative thing I could say about this last album is that it was quite different to the two singles. Yes. So, maybe she could she was great at picking the singles too because they were both great. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. That tense Tension, the second single, yes. which didn't get as much attention, that's a fantastic song. I think I actually might like it better than Padam. Oh, I like it better than Padam for yeah. sure. <laughs> Speaking of chasing trends and that, in that song, she name checks herself. Mm-hmm. Call me Kylie. And she's never done that before. Yeah, yeah. And she said that they were they were obviously writing the song and mm. she was like, I don't know if I'm the kind of person who can sing about my own name. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Told her. Compared to I'm Madonna Bitch, which is yes. literally the name of Madonna's song. But that's always been Madonna's shtick. That's all Madonna's done. Yeah, I know. But that's her shtick in a good way, which is just okay, like- Okay, that's good. I didn't know it was her shtick because I've been listening to this new single, new single that she has with Sam Smith called- Unholy. No, that's oh. Kim Petras. Is it? Similar. Um, <laughs> Whoops. It's called Volgar. <laughs> oh, yeah, that and one. That's what the, I meant. For the millionth time, all yeah, she yeah, does yeah. is spell her name in the song. Oh, yeah. It's a good bitch, name to spell. Uh, Madonna. Oh, yeah. I feel that Madonna's been so famous for so long, she doesn't have any other reference except herself mm. because she's been Madonna now since the mid-'80s on that global, unbelievable level. Mm-hmm. I don't think she can refer to anything else except herself. No, her name sh- itself is a thing. Yes. Like yeah, her name itself is a defining culture with Hunter Smith yeah. moment. It I means feel like something. the poor woman's got nothing else to reference. 
What's she going to do? Spell going down in the shops, Hunter? What do you That's want from her? It's fucking Madonna, your mate. relatability. You're you know so I mean? right. She's going to do a song about the Wi-Fi not connecting. Yeah. It's Madonna. What else does she have to talk about? <laughs> All right, that's a fair point. All right, I'm sorry, Madonna. I take it all back. And she listens to this podcast. That's so. a very generous reading of it because I often wonder with people that I think, ah, oh, you know, when somebody has been famous for a long time, and you don't have to be a Madonna, hmm. you could just have been on Neighbours. But if you've been famous for long enough, you get a case of what I've, I call gay brain. Sorry, hmm. not gay brain. Gay brain? <laughs> oh, you've got fame gay brain, brain right now. Oh, fame brain. Fame brain. Yeah. Where you think. You're kind of high on your own supply, yeah. and you think that you're the reason that everything has gone so well. Yes, and you often see it when if a pop star gets super huge yes. and then their second album crashes and burns. Do you, you know who else I mean? you see it with is comedians. When all of a sudden you realise the things they're talking about, you're like, you have no issues in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the material you're talking about, you are clearly a multimillionaire, yeah. and this is great that yeah, you're complaining yeah, yeah. about this. But yeah, I see it. You see it sometimes with comics you when do. all of a sudden they run out of actual things to complain. Yeah. Yeah, or you you can see it with a, a comic in a room of people um, where they will where they'll do, be doing gear, but mm. just chatting, and they'll be doing gear, and it's not that funny. But everybody laughs for their life, and then you think, well, how are they expected to know that it's not funny? Because really we're true. all laughing like monkeys for them. It's it's <laughs> it's so true in comedy. The more known you get, the less you have to work. Mm. It's so great. Yeah, I'm not exactly. there yet. Not, as yeah, in, I'm not yeah. like giving up yet. But I will say the comics I love, if, we, if and the comics that sell well, never ever take it for granted mm. and work their ass off. Mm. They don't have to. They're very successful. They've got multiple TV shows, mm. radio shows, but they do the rooms. They're in front of thirty people down at yeah. the rooms we know in Melbourne, yeah. and they're still very, very good comics. So I do think it depends who the comedian is. See, I don't think Madonna's doing that. Madonna has <laughs> not done stand-up in ages. Remember she did stand-up once? She started one of her live shows with a stand-up really? set. Really? Yeah, yeah. Google it. Herself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I will Google yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She did a like a off like a smaller theatre type show and I think mm. she did some stand-up. Oh, was it something about a clown? I think called so. Tears of a Clown. Or I think so. Yeah, yeah. She did it here in that. Melbourne at the Palais. Yeah, that's where that iconic clip from, you know, that that um, meme with the woman being like, Madonna, I've got work tomorrow. How about some respect? Have you seen that? <laughs> that's uh, that and look, I'm more on her side than anything these days. Right. Come on. If you're saying 8 o'clock on the ticket, I want to be home by 10.30. Oh, absolutely. Especially on a Sunday. <laughs> okay, last question for me. Well, yes. Obviously, things are going well for Kylie, but, mm. you know, what What do you get, look forward to about, her? I thought you were about to say things are going well for you. I things like, are going oh, great for me. This is a love again. Thank yeah, you. Um, <laughs> think about the next five years What are you wishing for Kylie? Well I think it's going to happen anyway Which makes my Vegas trip useless I think a tour is coming I think there's that'll be probably this year The big tension tour Yeah Because and she I, couldn't tour that disco album either I which know, would have been And by the way that album is excellent That's good yeah. And COVID I know people died mm-hmm. But really Kylie was a big victim of COVID <laughs> yeah, because absolutely. that album is excellent. Yeah. One of the best albums in a long time. I think in its entirety as a whole, that album is actually better than Tension in terms of the entirety mm. of the album. But um, that's for another day. She's already said in an interview, I heard her say the other day, she's already excited about recording again. So she's got the bug, mate. She yeah. just loves it. She loves doing a new tour and a new song and a new album yeah. more than anyone I know. So she's well, the debuts of the pop world. <laughs> She just loves the work. So she'll um, – a bit of an inside joke there. Well, she must love it because she does love she's it. got all the reason in the world to just take a day off. So I reckon wants, there's so. more coming and I think more risks coming because she got rewarded big time this time. Mm, I agree. Yeah. 
All right, let's live there. Come on, yeah, that, that, that was that was. So, I'll tell me about your new show. That What's was the longest bit of faggotry in my life. <laughs> you I've, lie. Just to, to have a. Well, I've had. I've. I. I have sucked men off, but that was still not as gay as this last forty-five minutes, man. <laughs> to be fair, that would be a long blowjob. <laughs> I'm You'd very. Bad. I'm very bad at them. Yeah. It takes it takes them that long. I keep my Invisalign in. Um, that was so fun and gay and guilt-free Kylie chat. How Absolutely. lovely! I yeah. can't talk to anyone about Kylie because they just shut the fuck up, Nathan. Oh, people, you can come back. You can come back next time. I'm we'll do so a happy. I'm hoping I didn't bored your listeners with those rants. Um, t- tell us about your show. Your oh, new show. The new show is called Anyway. Back to me. I'm excited. I didn't do a live show last year, so this is like my first new show in a chunk. And I'm genuinely excited. It's Great. nice when you're this country makes comics pump out shows. Mm. We have to do it every year. Mm. No other country in the world does that. Mm. By the way, I just mm. want people to know that. Mm. Just because of our festival culture, an yeah, hour every yeah. year, an hour every year. No comedian has a great hour every year. Yeah, yeah well, you exactly. might have an excellent half hour. So you took last year off. I did took. You? I did a show. I just did a best of last oh, year. That's right. And it was really fun. Just because yeah. no one goes to every year. No, I don't. No. So after last year was my thirteenth or twelfth year. Wow. Oh, no. Were you tempted to do another best of? Or? No, I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. Kylie would do a best of. <laughs> yeah, all Kylie added would up. have a whole I new album. all of my good jokes added up are about 40 minutes over right. 13 years, Hunter. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a best of plus some riffing. Yeah, but I wrote all of last year and like for this new show. So I'm, I, I rarely say it. I'm genuinely very excited. Great. I'm just excited to just be an idiot and yeah, yeah, yeah. tell some jokes again. Beautiful. You know? All right. Well, thank you very much. <gasps> thank you for having me, Hunter. This was lovely. I'll speak to you soon.